Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ring My Bell, the uh, what I hope is still the only podcast about both Taco Bell and masturbation. Uh, thanks for sticking with me uh, after a kind of a false start for season two. Uh, I started season two, and then a whole slew of uh, personal life stuff started happening. So uh, finally back many months later. And uh, here on this return episode, the special, uh, I, I'm calling it the Wanksgiving episode, um, we have uh, guest Kevin Lanigan. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Uh, my, my pleasure to be here for what I hope will be an annual holiday of, <laughs> of Wanksgiving. <laughs> uh, this episode will drop, I mean, like one or two days after my birthday. So it's all, it's all oh, perfect. Hey. It lines up so beautifully. <laughs> You know, I figure just about every holiday, you, you gotta, you start it just kind of made up as is, and then it becomes a holiday, you know? Right. Might as, might as well people, get it started here and now. There are those certain holidays that people like to call out as made up, as if every holiday isn't made up. As right. if it's, <laughs> as if we didn't just sort of make them up at some point. Um, and I will say, inarguably, Wanksgiving has a much better cultural history then Thanksgiving. <laughs> I feel much more comfortable <laughs> celebrating Wanksgiving. Absolutely. Uh, it is, you know, I mean, as as a new holiday, you kind of get to start it out fresh. There's no there's no yeah. baggage that comes in with it. So, you know, if if you are feeling awkward about the uh, the historical uh, uh, ugliness of Thanksgiving, just celebrate Wanksgiving. You can do all the same stuff, and it's just it's just about celebrating uh, jacking yeah. off. So instead of you know going with your family that you don't get along with, invite your friends over for Wanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think there's a lot of, and you just tell them that the 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 giving at the end is from Wanks, not from Thanks. Yeah, they go, oh, yep. okay, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, Kevin, uh, as is tradition on this podcast, uh, we have two topics to talk about today, both Taco Bell and masturbation, and the guest always gets to choose which topic we talk about first. Uh, you know, I think there is a certain tradition to the order in which these things are discussed, uh, and I am, I am uh, in this instance, not one to break from tradition. I think I would like to start with Taco Bell. Excellent. Uh then the question is, uh, when you go up to, to Taco Bell, um, what is, what's your standard sort of order at Taco Bell? Uh, you know, there, it, it does vary slightly every time. Um, and I did, uh, order some Taco Bell yesterday as yeah, a, you I know, saw research. The, saw the picture on the, that tweet, which looked pretty uh, good. It made me want some it, Taco Bell. So. It was pretty good. I gotta, I gotta say. Um, and I can I can walk through that particular order uh, like it's an episode of Doughboys or something like that. <laughs> um, the the Crunchwrap Supreme is a staple of my Taco Bell order. Used to be the Mexican pizza was the centerpiece of my Taco Bell order. And then at some point that changed over. Can't tell you when. Um, and usually also there is either one taco or like the, you know, their standard bean burrito. Mm -hmm. that accompanies accompanies the order um yesterday the taco was a doritos locos taco um the the standard varietal of that um and i got the black bean crunch bap supreme kind of making that um switch i'm not fully vegetarian but i'm trying to 
eat less meat, just sort of in general, you know, make sure. vegetarian chilies and things like that, you know, ward it, it, it off a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And then Taco Bell, Taco Bell just dropped a new thing. I don't know if you're hip to this. Okay. Um, but when I logged on to the app yesterday to order my Taco Bell, it, they were hitting you really hard with this <laughs> new item, which was like a quesadilla burrito. They were like, I've never seen it like as an offering before. Um, so they, they hit you really hard and it is, or I'm sorry. No, no, no. It was a grilled cheese burrito. I'm sorry. The quesadilla burrito. That sounds normal. <laughs> this was a grilled cheese burrito. Um, and I got sort of, I think the standard, perhaps a chicken <laughs> grilled cheese burrito. Um, it, it's exactly what you expect it <laughs> to be. It does what it says on the tin. Uh, but that might be, that might become a staple because that really hit the spot. Yeah, they um so that that is brand new uh like they they had it for a bit. So uh, now it's cuz I'm on their website right now. It's the they're selling it as a double steak grilled cheese burrito. And they wow. had one last year that was just kind of with their normal ground beef. Mm-hmm. Um and it it was it was pretty legit and then they they took it off the menu. Um, we, we lost a lot of, a lot of good, uh, menu options over the last year and a half. Um, so, uh, RIP potatoes, the potatoes. Oh yeah. They're back. And then they came back, but then it feels like they're kind of pulling it back again. Yeah. It feels like they're, they're McRibbing the potatoes. Yeah. I, I literally, uh, went to Taco Bell on Tuesday and, uh, I ordered through the website and I, I've really been digging on the, the. Uh, spicy ta- uh, potato taco, and so I, I ordered two of them and and like something else, uh, you know, for lunch. Drive up, get my order, come home. There is no potatoes in either of these tacos. It is just, it is just <laughs> a tortilla with lettuce and cheese and some of that sauce. And I'm like, this mm. isn't even the worst because the sauce is pretty good. But like, yeah, man, I'm just I'm literally just eating a lettuce and cheese taco right now. Right. There there that is not like even a vegetarian taco would have more going right, on. Right. Than lettuce <laughs> and cheese, which is uh which is a uh, 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 that's that's nothing. That's air. You you had an air taco. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know who knows what they're doing over there at Yum Brands, over there at over there at Taco Bell. But um I, I I think something that seems to be common across the items I order at Taco Bell is they are Taco Bell unique. They are Taco Bell specific. You know, I don't go to Taco Bell and order three ground beef tacos because I live in New York City. If I wanted three really good ground beef tacos <laughs> right. within a 10 minute walk, there are three or four different places <laughs> where I could get that. If I go to Taco Bell, I'm getting like a Crunchwrap Supreme. I'm getting some nonsense. I'm getting something that they made up. I'm right. getting a, a a chalupa, you know, the chalupa taco. Like I'm getting something that is just completely fictional. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, something um, I noticed about Taco Bell, they have not gotten into the the fish taco market oh yeah that's true they have they have not broached on a shrimp you know i'm not expecting shrimp from taco bell but they haven't even because i think they're owned by the same company as mcdonald's so they're not even like 
sharing the filet fish meat <laughs> over <laughs> to over to Taco Bell, which I find which I there must be some reason for that. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, f- I do feel like I, I do feel like maybe it's just that uh, there there are certain types of people for whom uh, fish taco is it sounds like super great. And I'm yeah. definitely uh, like I love a good fish taco. And then there are definitely people who are just who think it's just like a, a disgusting idea. Like I've met a lot of people who are just very anti fish taco. And so I I just wonder if maybe they don't think it's a market worth trying to really dig into. Right. Because it's not as if, you know, that's not when they added something like potatoes or they're starting to make like black bean versions of their dishes, like a featured menu item. You don't have to modify it anymore. Right. It's there. So it's not as if they're trying to cover the vegetarian or vegan demographic because Taco Bell is one of the few restaurants where you can easily eat vegan um, or one of the few chain restaurants. Right. And um, so it's not as if they're covering a new demographic with like the potatoes were. And Taco Bell's very hesitant to add a new ingredient. They do not. <laughs> it's, the the classic Taco Bell thing is like, we have five ingredients. What mm-hmm. shape do you yep. want it in? Yep. <laughs> what form <laughs> do you want it to take? Um, you know, we have a we have a soft tortilla and a hard tortilla. And you can have both at the same time if you want. But like, we're not we're not adding something new. Um, so I don't know. That just seems that just seems curious to me that that's just completely absent. Yeah, no, I mean, I've never, I've never really thought about that. And maybe, maybe it's also just that, like, I'm trying to contemplate the idea of going to a Taco Bell and then ordering the fish out of all the the things at a Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way that, like, yeah, I don't, when I go to McDonald's, I am not ordering the fish. (laughs) Right. Yeah, same. I don't know what that is. I guess because we know that fish is more difficult to get right to not make hazardous <laughs> to your health and we don't trust them we don't, we don't. Right. there's only so much i'm willing to put my life in your hands employees of of taco bell no offense i mean they they did give me an air taco two air tacos just this week so you know Maybe, so maybe you're right. It is founded. <laughs> but you know, obviously, love and respect fast food workers. But you know, it's I don't think the Taco Bell environment is where I want. It's where I want my fish coming from. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think maybe I think maybe that's it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm also I'm looking at the menu now because I wanted to double check and make sure that those spicy potato tacos were still there. Because they, mm-hmm. they're on the website, so I still don't know why I got two air tacos this week. But um, I mean, that just seems like an error. That just somebody made a mistake, <laughs> I think. Um, I mean, I, I did. So over the summer, I did move. And so now I have a different regular Taco Bell, and they have been much less consistent. Um, my, my previous one, as long as you didn't ask for anything to be different like the number of times they forgot like if i wanted to add something or change something out they'd forget it the number of times this new one has just straight up screwed up my order i'm like 
Oh, you're just not as good as the other Taco Bell. And now I have opinions about which Taco Bell is the good Taco Bell. So I'm clearly leading a good life over here. Are you at the point where you are willing to drive further for the good Taco Bell? (laughs) Because that is that is a point that you could reach. Uh, it depends on how many more tacos I get with nothing but air inside. Uh, we, sure. we will find out. Um, but yeah, I am, I am looking at this menu now. Um, and they do, I, I'm looking at the, the grilled cheese burrito. They do specifically have an on menu one that includes jalapenos, which I just want to go out on record saying that, uh, previously on this podcast, I recommended the addition of jalapenos to the uh, grilled cheese burrito. And I'm not going to say that I'm a trendsetter, (laughs) but I'm going to imply it pretty heavily. I think they're listening. I think you, (laughs) you have a mouth directly to the, the, the product development team at at Taco Bell. And I think you should be careful of this power (laughs) because who knows? Like (laughs) with great power, great responsibility. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, That was the order that you got. Uh, this week, do you do uh, any other um, standards in your Taco Bell orders? Or um, there, there's sometimes a rotation depending on how I'm feeling. Because honestly, I don't know why I keep ordering the Doritos Locos Taco. It's never, it's never good. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't. That's that's my own failing for thinking this time will be will be different. Um, I'll do I'll do the standard like, you know, cheap bean burrito. That's mm-hmm. a classic of my entire life is is uh, chomping down on one of those bad boys. And then there used to be a- another discontinued Taco Bell menu item. The the loaded grillers from a few years ago, there was like a Chipotle chicken loaded griller, I believe was huh. perhaps what it was called. Um, there had like three varietals of the, I don't know what separated it from a burrito, (laughs) but they they were specific and, and that would be, that would be another, another subbed in menu, menu choice. But again, RIP to the loaded, at first it was like, we have three different ones. Then it was like, well, we only have one left and then it was gone. And then, you know, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I'm still I'm still lamenting uh, the the elimination of well, I, I was the I mean, I really do enjoy that grilled cheese burrito and I'm very glad to see that it's back. But they got rid of that. They got rid of my uh, seven layer burrito, which was a great veggie option. Um, they had a very short lived one over the summer that I don't know if like I was in like a test market for or if it was just. Uh, the, a limited time thing but it was a um oh, what was it it was a like potato uh because they have their uh, the nacho fries that's what it was it was a nacho fry wow. burrito and so it had like the the potatoes in it but along with like yeah. beans and and it, it was so good and i got it that like three times good. and then i i was gonna get it again and then it was just gone it was there for like two months and just, I mean, smoke through your hands. You yeah. just it, it disappeared. Um, yeah, I guess that is the most complexity a Taco Bell menu item is allowed to have. It's like we are integrating the fries into the burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was a real innovation on their part. 
I don't I don't frequent a lot of different fast few, uh, food restaurants. Taco Bell truly is like my my one of choice. I get to, I, it depends on how far you stretch it, because like I used to be in Chipotle pretty frequently oh, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But um, Taco Bell feels like the place where you just can't get attached to the menu <laughs> items. I feel like if you go into McDonald's, there's a pretty good chance that whatever you had last time is still there. Right. Except for the the one McRib option. Right, Right, exactly. But Taco Bell, and maybe it's just because, again, I'm more invested in it than any other (laughs) fast food restaurant. But it, 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 as we've been talking about, it's it's a regular thing on your your show, these disappearing Mm -hmm. menu items. Um, And, you know, they'll never get rid of the Nachos Bel Grande. They'll never get rid of the Mexican pizza. The Crunchwrap Supreme is here to stay. But anything else, it you never know. Um, if one day they might phase out the hard shell taco, you just you, there are no guarantees in this life. Oh, but Kevin, I do have some news for you. They did, in fact, phase out the Mexican pizza. It is no more. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got they got thought, rid of it. I thought that. <laughs> I thought that one was safe. Forever. They got rid of oh it uh, this summer. Uh, they they uh, cited that it used more packaging than other uh, other entrees. So uh, they they did in fact get rid of the Mexican pizza. And in fact, literally any time Taco Bell tweets anything, there will be someone who. 30 seconds later is like, that's great, but bring back the Mexican pizza. Bring back the Mexican pizza. And I'm going to be that guy. (laughs) That's that's my new thing. I'm going to set up tweet notifications for Taco Bell and I'm going to, I'm going to be that guy. It's like I scroll down enough on like any celebrity tweet and someone is like, come to Brazil. You know, it's that, (laughs) that's the new come to Brazil is the Mexican pizza. You know what happened? I spent the last three or four years living outside of the reach of a taco bell you know i live in new Mm -hmm. york i didn't have a car so and and it was like outside of the grubhub delivery circle was any taco bell and you spend three years away from a taco bell and and it's you don't recognize it when you come back (laughs) you don't it's like when you visit your college and there's like all these new buildings and you're like i don't even is this even the place i ever knew (laughs) Is this did I ever stomp around these grounds truly? Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh so yeah, so here's a tweet from Taco Bell, November 10th, 1153 AM. Taco Bell tweets, our parking lot misses you. The very first response uh from Philip. I don't know who that guy is, but he says, Not as much as we miss the Mexican pizza. Do the right thing. He's right. <laughs> Philip is speaking truth to power. Oh my god! How many likes on Philip's tweet versus the the Taco Bell <laughs> overall tweet? Uh, are they getting ratioed on these Mexican pizza devotees? Uh, no, not not quite. Uh, Philip has twenty six likes compared to uh, Taco Bell's three thousand one hundred and seventy six likes. So okay, so not quite. <laughs> But Philip has like a, a high like count for the comments on that. I simply, I simply have to imagine, uh, compared to compared to his contemporaries in the replies to that tweet. That Philip could be anybody. Philip K. Dick, 
Philip J. Fry. <laughs> it could be anybody. Uh-huh. You never know. Yep. Yep. Oh, and then, um, yep, someone else. Uh, open lobby and bring back Mexican pizza, and maybe I'll see the parking lot again. Like, Goddamn right. And included a picture of his chihuahua just to, like, really, really <laughs> send the point home. All um, in. Taco Bell's famous canceled mascot. Canceled <laughs> before that was a thing that we did. Uh-huh. Right? Like, like that chihuahua <laughs> was decimated. That chihuahua was, was kicked out of the public eye. You did not see fucking, like, Kevin Spacey had it better than the fucking Taco Bell <laughs> chihuahua. Game over. And I loved that thing as a kid. I was born oh, yeah. in 1992, you know, so, like, I had a stuffed Taco Bell chihuahua every time. <laughs> like, when he was on TV, he did advertisements for that terrible Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Mm, yep, like, yep. uh... Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger box or something. I can't. Was was his take on Godzilla? But um, yeah, unbelievable. That, that, that dog out of here. That dog uh, is. It, it's wild because I'm like, I don't know. If you told kids about it today, they'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean?" <laughs> but but like it, when I was their age, it was just like you couldn't escape the phrase Yokiro Taco Bell. Yokiro like, Taco Bell. So like just it was this constant presence. And now kids would just be like, what what the fuck? What are you even talking about? I am about? looking I am looking at eBay here for uh <laughs> various Taco Bell Chihuahua related <laughs> items. Uh Pez Dispenser, which that creates some cognitive dissonance for me of like the Taco Bell dog is feeding me a terrible <laughs> wafer candy. That feels weird. Um I mean, it's pretty cost effective, actually. This does not appear to be, you know, truly <laughs> coveted collector's items. I could get a stuffed Chihuahua dog for $5 plus $16 of shipping. <laughs> you pay more for shipping than you would to to have the Yokiero Taco Bell dog with you forever for uh-huh. the for the rest of time. I love it. Love this little guy. Yeah, these are these are some wild uh, eBay auctions here. I'm I mean, you're seeing like three dollars in the in the original packaging, you know, like it's there's <laughs> that's mint condition not... Taco Bell dog mint condition. That's never touched. That's why the uh, the shipping is sixteen dollars. You got to really be gentle with it. Otherwise, it loses you gotta pack its value. It in the Mylar bag. Yeah, you got to. I mean, it's it's a whole it's a whole deal for sale. Taco Bell Chihuahua never, never worn. Yeah, that's that's something. And the only other real Taco Bell discourse I have is that like they much like fish, they are not in the dessert business. Mm-hmm. They are not interested in providing you. They've had the cinnamon twists, which mm-hmm. I assume they still have. I honestly yep. don't look for them because they're not they're not great. Um, and I wonder again why that is not as if they don't have you know sugary sugary sodas or they have some weird like slushy smoothie concoctions uh back there as well but it just seems so strange like there's you can't get an ice cream to go after your taco you can't get i wonder that you can't get a churro that feels like the easiest thing in in the world i i feel like they used to have churros and now they've just they've limited it down to the cinnamon twists as like a churro alternative but i swear when i was a kid like i got churros from taco bell i mean maybe that's maybe that's a uh mandela effect perhaps 
Uh, part of Taco Bell. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. I, you know, because again, we're this is a research uh, podcast from 2012. There appears to be someone reviewing a Taco Bell churro. So it, 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 okay. it does appear okay. it did exist um, uh, approximately 10 years ago. Okay. Nutritional um, info. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they do. They do have um, a, a Cinnabon Delight. Uh, just a little. They're little balls of like cinnamon with some cream inside and. I tried them for the first time along with my air tacos this week and they were, they were surprisingly good. Um, okay. But they, it is also like if you pop one of those things in your mouth and then just bite into it, some, some warm cream kind of explodes into your mouth. And it is a, it was a, a bit of a, a cognitive dissonance for what was going on. It's yeah. like, Oh yeah, this flavor is pretty good. And then all of a sudden I just had a lot of warm cream in my mouth and I was like, didn't did not expect it to to explode like that. Um, it's a gusher, a gusher <laughs> style effect. Right, um, was 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 what unfurled upon you. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't sound that doesn't sound pleasant. There's a reason that like you know if you go into Dunkin' and you get a box of Munchkins that they don't have like a hot <laughs> cream inside. Right, um, right. Yeah. Oh well. Well, okay. That's good to know they have a second anything you can toss in the same fryer. I guess. Yeah, pretty much. You have the cinnamon twist fryer. It's not. There's no flavoral cross contamination by also talking some some cinnabon balls in there right. as well. My only other uh, question for you about Taco Bell is uh, hot sauce choice. I am a because uh, there's what there's mild, medium, fire, Diablo. Those yeah. are the yep. the tiers. I'm a fire sauce guy, uh, but honestly, in my like personal quest to eat spicier and spicier food the hot the hot is not really doing it anymore the hot yeah. don't hit the way it once did so perhaps it is diablo time maybe maybe it's time that i embrace <laughs> satan and his teachings um i to in the in the quest and i don't put a lot on there you know just like if i got a taco i put one squirt yep. kind of across the the thing uh but i'm not overloading it i also don't I don't know if this is a fiery take. Taco Bell's hot sauce isn't very good. It's not it's not very <laughs> tasty. Um, like you go to the supermarket and you can buy like a jug <laughs> of of Taco Bell hot <laughs> sauce. And I just can't even imagine like putting that on real food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like in a world where at that same grocery store I can buy frank's red hot or cholula or mm -hmm. sriracha like on you know, in what world would i choose <laughs> to get the taco bell hot sauce no offense to any listeners that that chug the jug i just i can't i don't know <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm on the same page um because uh so o over the summer um while we were uh we were looking for a house and then we got a house and then we had to do all the like moving and and packing so like basically every time we'd have a rough day of house hunting in a tough house market we'd be like taco bell so we'd like drive get hit the drive-through uh it started becoming a like pavlovian response <laughs> but um every time they'd be like you want any hot sauce and i'd ask for some fire sauce and then they would just give me this pile like we, it, it was enough hot sauce for like six people. And 
so I've gotten to the point where I don't even ask for sauce anymore. I'm still working through that that backlog of Taco Bell sauce. Yeah, the reservoir, right? And yeah, um, and I'm like, I could, I could very easily get through that by putting it on non Taco Bell food, and because I I put hot sauce on like everything. I put it on my eggs. Yeah. Put it on, you know. We, we eat a lot of uh, Tex-Mex in our house. Um, so, you know, enchiladas, tacos, you know, whatever. I'm always I'm always going to be put putting like Tapatio or or something like that on my uh, uh, yeah. on my food. I've never once been like, oh, hey, you know what would be great with these eggs? Taco Bell fire sauce. It is it no. is for Taco Bell only. That's right. And it is it is an alchemy that only works together. I think if you separated <laughs> the those those elements they would not play nearly as well and it's a yeah it's a it's a whole it's a whole thing because like the packet drawer is a classic you know Mm -hmm. like oh we got too much you know soy sauce or duck sauce like classic packet drawer occupants but yeah or even like the kfc those packets of like honey oh yeah you know that you get with like orders of biscuits at kfc Mm -hmm. or something like that uh but yeah the taco bell hot sauce has no function outside of a taco bell dish yeah yeah absolutely um i i did uh we we did for a while um just for an easy lunch while working from home we'd we'd get like frozen burritos and it's Hmm. it's like about like about the same level as like a taco bell burrito so like it's it kind of hit the spot in that one instance but that that is a like i grabbed a uh uh you know 35 cent frozen burrito out of the freezer and nuked it and now i'm gonna put some taco bell sauce on it like that's yeah, that's not fine even, that's it not even the nice frozen burrito not even threw it in the oven like nuked the cheap burrito oh yeah uh, I'm, yeah okay. i'm not made of money i can't i can't afford the, no, the expensive uh frozen burritos I don't know about yeah, living the lap of luxury, getting the nice frozen burrito. That's a buck fifty for one of those bad boys. Um, no, I mean I right, completely, completely understood. It's just yeah, even then I think I'm reaching for the chili lime cholula in that instance, mm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's yep. just so hard to look at the nice bottles that I have and choose and choose Taco Bell hot. But you know, I guess we've all been there, huh? Yeah, I guess we've all we've all needed something, and it's right there. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Um. All right. Do you have Do you have any other uh, questions or thoughts about uh, Taco Bell before we move on? No, I think I think we've rung that bell. I think I think we're 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 good on that one. All right. Well, then uh, let's move on to our next topic, uh, which is of course masturbation. So. Uh, Kevin, when it is time for you to, uh, to get down and dirty with yourself, uh, how, how do you usually go about doing that? Uh, you know, there's, there's, a, a few different ways that it can go down and those changed depending on, uh, situations. Like I currently, uh, you know, live in my own room and have my own space, but for years, you know, I shared, a room with a partner in in a in a living situation where like also other people were also living mm-hmm. there right and so like finding time or space to isolate and and 
take care of that business was was difficult. The the method of it had to change. Um, uh, right now, generally, you know, I mean, it's a it's a classic. You sit down or lay down in front of the the laptop <laughs> with the with the with the bottle of lotion and take care of business. You know what I mean? I uh-huh. usually use. Right now, I'm in a point where I'm using pornography and there's nothing wrong with that but i also i feel like too much of it could be bad for someone right sure um and i'm not again i use it all the time and there's nothing wrong with people that use it or people that produce it as long as everyone is is uh obviously willing to participate right but um i i try sometimes you know sometimes you use the 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 instagram (laughs) app uh and and various different people that (laughs) pose on on that app um and that's that's usually how it goes down in my youth when i didn't have access to this sort of technology or or you know we didn't have internet and so i couldn't and we did i never lucked into you know a stack of playboys in the mm-hmm. woods uh, i was never i was never that fortunate um so you know in the past you did i had to use my imagination which is you know that's interesting that's a completely uh-huh. different sort of process <laughs> um but it is usually one of those other two things these days there's a there's a visual aid at the minimum yeah for sure um you know and it's i I do think it's interesting you know that that you bring up the idea of like uh you know it it, too too much of it as is potentially a, a bad thing um and i do think it's interesting because of the number of people that i have had on this show where like when i started it i mean this this podcast literally started kind of as a joke uh, that people yeah. people i was like oh it'd be funny and people were like no ben you have to do this so that's so good you have to do <laughs> i want to i want i want you to do it so i can listen to it and then i can guess on it the name and the art is pretty like undeniable right the uh-huh. the, the um, like suggestive bell that you have on the the art Uh uh-huh uh so yeah so i didn't really know you know what i was what i was getting into here and i just assumed because i i uh have for for a a, most of my life you know i've i've used pornography in in some sort of fashion um uh you know my my dad had a subscription to playboy so a easy easy thing to swipe here and there and Uh um you know, so I just kind of assumed, especially uh, especially for, uh, you know, cis males, like it's kind of the the stereotype of like, you know, we we all do it all the time. And just the number of people who are who are like, well, you know, it's fine. I But I, f- I find other ways. I'm like, I did not see that coming. And I think I think a lot of that does kind of stem from that sort of idea of like, I think older generations were just like yeah whatever just you know watch some porn don't don't tell anyone about it obviously um certainly don't do a podcast about it because what the fuck is a podcast um (laughs) yeah what what is this word that you're (laughs) saying to me get out of my house what do you mean your your phone plays the radio now (laughs) uh but yeah and i i feel like I feel like that is sort of a, a generational shift almost where like, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of a lot of people 
in our in our generation do but i i feel like i I was honestly just really shocked about how uh how few do and i i do think it's a lot of those sort of concerns and uh concerns around like consent and that kind of thing so consent is obviously like a, a a a part of it and i that is why i usually shy to quote you know professionally produced stuff Mm -hmm. as opposed to stuff that seems to have been made on like somebody's cell phone or something like that because how can you be really sure that both participants were on board with this being uploaded to this website right Right. and there was a there's a the the most popular porn website Pornhub recently did like a whole big shakeup to like uh, try and better police that um Without going so far as to, like, you know, make people sign off on different things for every video or anything like that. Um, and it's not... And obviously that is part of it. And I think it is also... I I am of the belief that, like, I don't think you can watch too much of anything without it impacting your, your fucking brain chemistry. Without the way that, like, it impacts, like, the way you are wired, you know? And it could be something as much as, like... Now I communicate in 30% quotes from the television show community because it's uh-huh. just like rewired my brain in that yep. way. And I, and I, and, and obviously like we all know that like these are actors, they are doing things that look good as opposed to necessarily would feel good for you to replicate, right? you know? Right. Um, and we all know that disconnect, but I just you you see so much of it it's it's uh i don't don't know what this if this is what everyone signed up for but like it's the same way that like we know that police procedural television shows do not accurately accurately predict police life but it has so rewritten the way we think about the police that it's so hard to get anyone to see that it's like no, they don't actually do any of this, you know, right, if you're trying right. to get into a conversation about defunding the police um, on a leftist Taco Bell masturbation podcast. Right. <laughs> and like I so and and part of it is like I want to keep my imagination active. I have lived experiences where like using it too much has affected actual sexual performance on on my part you know what i mean like been in those situations and i think all things in moderation perhaps there's nothing wrong with using it when when you need to but also having other ways of achieving it not using it as the sole source of of self-gratification of masturbation i don't know why i was speaking around it like like we both don't know exactly what i'm talking about uh but that's that stigma that Mm -hmm. that you mentioned Mm -hmm. uh because despite the fact that we all know we all do it it's still for some reason taboo it's still for some reason shameful it's like we all watch porn it's not some shameful craven thing that like (laughs) only the most desperate in our society dare stoop to we all do it um and and it I don't know, I, this is a ramble, but maybe I got some clear ideas out there uh, along the way. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think, you know, the, the thing that you said about the, the idea of like too much of anything kind of rewires your brain, like the, the one of the, the, you know, nothing to do with like porn in this case, but like one of the weird things in my life is that uh, right now I'm I am uh, with someone who 
did not watch a lot of TV growing up, whereas I was basically raised by television. Um, And so having having this uh, relationship has really just exposed how much of of my personal references are not even television shows, but TV commercials from Mm -hmm. like the 90s because she will say something and then my response to that will be like, I'm spicy. And then I have to explain a fucking Burger King commercial (laughs) because (laughs) the thing I just said does not make any goddamn sense. And so she she looks at me and I'm just like, oh, it's from a, it's from a spicy chicken sandwich commercial from Burger King. Um, uh, which incidentally, uh, speaking of community, does have uh, Joel McHale in it. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> which is wild. Um, oh baby. But uh, but yeah, so it's it's all this stuff like that where I'm like, oh man, like it TV TV fucking broke me. Like the number of things that just my brain immediately is like, yeah, let's make references to '90s TV commercials. There's no reason I need to have any of that in my brain, but I do. But it's there. And you you watched it so much. That mm-hmm. nature of repetition, it got it got absorbed into you. And as much as, you know, from from what I've listened to your various shows, like you seem someone who is like aware of all of these things and, and are and is decently good at processing them, at least. But even it's it, it it's unavoidable. It, right. Like and and I think that we don't give people the tools to dissect the media that is constantly entering our 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 eyes and our ears and our minds um we we don't you know we people get like basic literature analysis mm-hmm. um tools throughout their uh, academic careers but it we don't do anything to help people process uh the combination of sound and visual that we all consume constantly right like television and movies we are absorbing and god help you youtube videos just like over and over and over again Uh uh-huh um and i don't know i just it it can't help but affect the way that you think about this stuff and you know if you're someone who actually wants to engage with another person you know get into various sexual partnerships throughout your life your expectations have to be different and it's and it's not going to reflect what you see in these in these videos right Um, even if you were to get into a sexual relationship with the people in the videos right wouldn't be like that (laughs) um and and we all know it's fake but then again still it it's so I, i try to all things in moderation now i am recently single as of only like a couple months ago so i've been consuming a lot more of it than i was for the last few years i think that was uh uh, naturally going to happen uh but i do want to you know get back to using other forms to to uh, uh as as masturbation fuel as they say sure um yeah and i think i mean i think also the other kind of thing is that like in addition to this idea of you know just watching just a ton of porn is also we like like you said we all kind of know deep down that what we're watching is not realistic sexual encounters Mm -hmm. but not only not only 
are we just left to kind of sit with that ourselves? But it's like we don't we don't really talk about that. Um, and because like when you when you were talking, I was I was thinking about like um, when I was when I was a young lad, uh, my brother stole a uh, a pornographic VHS tape uh, from a box in the basement that belonged to my dad. And uh, his his way like his way of of reacting to that was like, a he wouldn't even he wouldn't even say what was stolen. He was just like, there was something in the basement that went missing. I'm going to leave the house for an hour, and when I come back, I expect it to be back. And then when he he left, got it got put back. And then the the only thing that was said about it was like, uh when you're 18, you'll be able to watch that kind of stuff. And like, that was it. Like nothing about what was in the video, nothing about what real sex is like. And so, you know, that, that level of avoidance that I think a lot of parents have talking with kids who discover porn and, you know, the, the idea that we just, we don't really talk about, like, it's, it's just this thing that we're all just, kind of thrown into and then we have to figure out for ourselves like oh how much of this is a a realistic sort of thing and how much of this is specifically just for camera angles or just for you know pushing the limits of you know trying to find something new and interesting and yeah, it's it's for wild. for people that have become numb to, you know, standard uh uh, uh sexual affairs. Um, and obviously everyone has their own, you know, kinks and proclivities. That's not what I'm uh, right. uh, casting aspersions on. But I mean, right. And like, no offense to your to your family, but like, yeah, we do need to do a lot better when it comes to like actually <laughs> uh-huh. approaching this stuff. Because like, I, you know, I hate to be one of those guys, but like, hey, kids have phones now. And <laughs> right, right. Getting access to pornography is as easy as opening up your browser and typing in the letter P. You know, and and <laughs> right. where, and auto filling, right? Like, and we and we go in there, and I I cannot speak to yourself, but I have a guess. You know, I grew up in rural Missouri, so like I never got any kind of talk throughout my entire life. Um, and you know, I took one <laughs> sexual education class, or I'm sorry, in like fourth or fifth grade, they showed us one video one time, right? That and then. Uh-huh. Years and years later, in some health class that was mandatory, they brought in an outside instructor. So not even like the regular teacher for someone who had come in for like a week and just teach sex stuff. But you better believe it was 99% STD slideshows (laughs) (laughs) and and was nothing about the you know the actual mechanics or or, right. or anything like that um and have you are you a, are you a monty python guy uh a little bit the 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 best scene in the meaning of life is this mm, scene mm-hmm. where john cleese is teaching a sexual education class and everything in there is done for a joke at one point he like begins to have sex with his wife in front of like a <laughs> class full of students uh-huh but i can't help but think i'm like that the class that John Cleese is teaching here is way more informative <laughs> and helpful than anything I actually got, than anything that was actually given to me as, like, a resource. You know, if you're very, very lucky and you enter into, like, your your sexual life, 
you get to enter it with a partner who is perhaps more experienced and can help and is very helpful in guiding, you know, mm-hmm. is 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 helpful at everybody figuring out what's going on. Because um, otherwise, I mean, it's a free for all. <laughs> otherwise, it could like, again, we are not given any tools, much like the media coming into our eyes. Uh-huh. The adults have done a bad job of preparing <laughs> us for this. Right. It is inevitability. It is just uh, uh, pornography and uh, Missouri one Missouri uh, health class. Yeah, and that's it. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Off you go. Um, And it's just—I mean, my God, it's 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 (laughs) pathetic. I don't know if this is something you wanted to get into on this on this uh, particular podcast. Oh no, it's uh, it's all it's all good. I mean, um, you know, like I said, I, I. in addition to not really knowing what the podcast itself was going to be, uh, every guest brings something a little different, and it's it's always uh, it's always pretty great. So I'm glad because uh, you know I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of masturbation. It's a very like healthy thing to do, even if you're in you know a a loving sexual relationship where like your sex life has you know everyone's satisfied with what's happening in your sex life. It it's a different masturbation is a different thing than Mm -hmm. having sex in the same way that like if you asked me to go out for mexican food and then you took me to taco bell i would be upset but if you (laughs) but sometimes taco bell really hits the spot is like sometimes even in a loving sexual relationship you could just like really go for a, a masturbation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're like, ah, oh, that would really quench my <laughs> quench my thirst. Would uh, uh, and it's it's a different it's a different process onto onto itself. And obviously, it's like usually a solo <laughs> process, right? But uh, it, in 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 many ways, I don't know, it has a different sense of gratification. Yeah, me. but both are good. I'm a big fan. Yeah, and you know, I mean, um, and I don't I don't want to talk too much about her on this podcast but um you know the after i started this podcast because you know i'm i'm in a a long-term relationship we've been together for five years yeah Yeah. that sounds right um uh if it's wrong i'll edit it in post and it'll be fine um but uh uh we've been together for six years um <laughs> my wife mr black yeah uh yeah it's all it's all really, um, it's all really good but uh but yeah you know the the thing is like we we never really talked about uh our own sort of uh, uh masturbation uh proclivities um you know i mean we we both knew the other one did it but like i started this as as you know again kind of a joke and um but now, like it's it's become this thing where I've I've become sort of an accidental masturbation advocate, which uh, honestly I love. Honestly, she yeah. loves. She thinks it's great. Um, but like that, the ability to just say like, "Oh, I am totally cool talking about this," and so now like we know that much more about each other, and like acknowledge that like yeah, sometimes you know sex is great, but sometimes you just you just want to. Uh, go to town on yourself and it's, it's a whole different thing. And, um, and, you know, being able to, being able to have that sort of, um, conversation and, and, you know, uh, just knowing that the other person is, is, 
able to to do that and have fun and you know and it's it it can be as much as it's a solo activity acknowledging it can also kind of be like a a good like communal you know um thing like you know getting closer to to the other person so yeah it's not it's not something to be embarrassed about um uh you know it, it i think i think it's we do need masturbation advocates because even again because we at least I get so much of my worldview from pop culture entering my eyes. It's like, yeah, we all know we masturbate, but apparently all men that masturbate to pornography are pathetic, according to, you know, most uh, media that would go on to talk about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's where you got your ideas of of what that was like. Um, and and I think all, talking about all this stuff is important on my fucking <laughs> community podcast a while back. We talked about how like all dudes get periodic erectile dysfunction. It just happens. And it's not anyone's fault. It's just sometimes, even if you really want to, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to go down. And so it's like, okay, you, you know, take care of your partner. (laughs) You know, you make sure they're satisfied. And then, you know, it's just going to happen. You don't need to feel deep shame that, like, you're not always ready to go. And you don't need to feel deep shame that you masturbate. (laughs) Because... It happens to everyone. We all do it. And and I think it's good to just, like, talk about it. Men don't open up enough. I-M-H-O. We don't talk about <laughs> these kind of issues. Um, and even uh, Issues is maybe not even the right word. We just don't even talk about these kinds of experiences. These right. kinds of, these, these lived experiences that we all have. And I think it's important to just hear that, like, you're not alone. Other people do it. <laughs> and it's, like, okay to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did did you have um any other uh any other thoughts or anything you wanted to to say on that topic? Get off my sexual soapbox. Um <laughs> no, I I don't I don't think so because I I in my opinion I have a very bland masturbatory life. <laughs> nothing nothing particularly <laughs> interesting uh uh happens there. Um but it uh yeah, I think all this stuff is good. I think having a silly podcast where you talk about it is good. To people being able to talk about it in a silly way is good without like making fun of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's so, freeing. I think that'll wrap uh wrap it all up then. Kevin, if uh people wanted to find out more about you and the other podcasts that you do, where can they find uh that information? Uh, I am TV's Kevin Lanigan on all of the social media stuff uh, there. You know, every time we drop a new a new episode, I am one of the hosts on Advanced Community Studies, a rival uh, community <laughs> podcast. Uh, by the time by the time this episode is dropping, uh, we might have finished the show community. We might have run out of community <laughs> episodes to talk. Yeah, about. you're you're all uh, uh, getting to the uh, the end of that. We we have one more. <laughs> <laughs> to go and we're recording that on this upcoming tuesday um so boy <laughs> boy that's something and uh, i don't know what we're covering next but advanced community studies if you want to listen to all of that uh and i'll say uh over at uh, substack uh tvskevin.substack.com uh, that is where i publish all kinds of written fiction trying to publish more just like flash fiction really short stories it's also where i update uh, my my ongoing <laughs> anthology 
book, uh, The Cola Wars, about the bloody military conflict between Coke and Pepsi. Um, <laughs> so that is the place where you can find uh, all of that. Excellent. Uh Great. It was uh, it was great having you on. It's great to be back here for this uh, most blessed of days, Thanksgiving. Um, I don't. Happy I don't... Thanksgiving to you and yours. <laughs> you you there you there boy. What what is what's today today? What's what? Thanksgiving, sir? <laughs> I haven't missed it. Get, get I haven't missed it. Get. Quick, down to the butcher's boy. Get the biggest goose in the window. Why, the one as big as me? Um, that'll be great. Happy Thanksgiving to us all. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know how uh, you all are celebrating. But again, you know, if you, if you just feel that um, Thanksgiving has too much baggage associated with it, um, you know, just celebrate, celebrate Thanksgiving. Just hang out with your friends and eat some delicious food. And uh, whether or not that's Taco Bell... Probably not open on on Thanksgiving, but you know, hang out, eat some delicious food, talk about uh, what you're jerking it to. That's it. That's the holiday. It's easy. Well, you can Sounds watch. Like fo- you can still me. watch football if you want. I'm not gonna. You know, you gotta you gotta do something while uh, you know during the commercials. Um, Maybe watching football is what gets you there. Yeah, I'm not here to judge. There, there's a lot of good looking butts in in football. I mean, a lot of butts in football pants. You yeah. know. Um, a lot of attractive announcers calling play by plays. Um, of course, the dancing girls. There's lots, lots on offer at the at the football game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, th- uh, thank you again, Kevin, for uh, for joining me on this podcast. And um, if you want to find out more about this podcast and what I'm up to, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Ring My Bell Pod. And you can find me on the internet at ringmybell.sexandlasers.com. You can find previous episodes. You can find a contact form to send me a message. You can also find a form to fill out if you also would like to be a guest on this podcast, which is how Kevin came to be here. Uh, So again, that website is ringmybell.sexandlasers.com. Click on contact or click on be a guest. It's all there. And if you liked the show and wish to support me, uh, you can buy me a coffee by going to the website and clicking on support the show. Uh, Until next time, which hopefully won't be another eight months between episodes, I've been your host, Ben. And remember, masturbate. It's healthy. It's healthy.